Welcome to the Arts Programme on Ross FM. It's a busy morning here, so it is, and it's all go, go, go. Um, I think Ross Common Longford are full of festivals, and uh, we will be talking to somebody with the Crucial Festival in Longford. We'll also be talking to uh, Aideen McHugh, and we'll be talking to um, Grace Boone, and we'll be talking to Lee Williamson as well. Let's start off with Aideen. Let me get to there, Aideen. Hello, Aideen. Hello, Ursula. How are you? Welcome to Ross FM, Aideen McHugh, Creative... Uh, association for Schools. Have I got the right ten- title? You have indeed, yes. Creative Associates of Creative Schools. That's fine, so it is. Now, I um, I suppose I'm starting with you, where I would normally have thought of was going to start with Lee Williamson. Um, you, yourself and Lee Williamson from Shutter uh, Manic Productions uh, <laughs> did... Um, Shutter Maniac Productions, also. Sure, I know, Shutter Maniac Productions. <laughs> I can hear you, Lee. <laughs> stop, stop interrupting my programme. I want to do it on my own today. <laughs> well, you keep having me back. I know, that's the thing, you keep dropping in. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to turn the lock on, on, on the door. That's what I'm going to do. I know I'm not going to do that because you do bring me exciting information and you have a lot of exciting information this afternoon. Uh, the other person that's along with you there is Grace, Grace Boone. How you doing? Hello, Grace. You're welcome as well on, on Ross FM, on the arts programme where anything happen, can happen. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll start back. Lee... Uh, did a, a project with Lanesborough National School where the students all took on a role in the production of a film and the film was called Tall Tales. Do you want to tell us, we'll start with Julie, do you want to tell us a little bit about how that came about? So I was driving down from Boyle up North West Common uh, from a lighting workshop with uh, Creative Heartlands. Do you remember those two gentlemen yes. a couple of weeks ago? Yes. So I pulled over on the way down and um, Aidan McHugh gave me a ring and said that, uh, that they had done a programme in Lanesworth for a year before as part of Creative Schools and would I like to come in and uh, teach some workshops to the children. So we went over the details and we started it. So it was the last Friday of every month running from January to June and on completion of that we created a little short film, put it into the film festival circuit and I think they also displayed it at the graduation uh, at the end of term. And it is actually on, on the uh, film circuit at the moment uh, for um, uh, the prize-winning fil- uh, film circuit. I don't know why. Absolutely, and they got accepted at the uh, Time Studios Online Film Festival within two days. In two days from now? No, within two days of the submission. All oh, right. okay, okay. Now, Tuesday and Thursday, a nice email. That was pretty good. But, I mean, I, I, I think from what I've seen of... What you've shown me, it has been an amazing production and each of the class have, have uh, fully embraced, or each of the classes have fully embraced uh, the production of Tall Tales. Yeah, so it was the juniors and seniors stayed in a little section of a narrative of a, of a, a nun's story, that, uh, a nun that came to the school, had a little explosion, didn't realise it was a power station and she, you know, in simple terms, freaked out. So the kids in, the, in Gaelic, they um, translated uh, some of the story into what the noises could have been and they go through that motion and then we had the first and second illustrating that with more actions in the Irish language because there's extra points to be had for the Peace Film Festival up in Dublin uh, they've given me a strict format to edit it um, for submission to them and then we had the third and fourth class doing interviews of a local politician, librarian actually a TD, a librarian and a local shopkeeper where they were hassling for ice cream, so that's another story then uh, there's the fifth and sixth year. <laughs> he showed up, Joe O'Brien, he was a nice team. Oh, the kids aren't shy. So the fifth and sixth then, they, uh, did a, they wrote a script of an insane story 
the, the film will be up on YouTube um, from tomorrow. So I'll give you a link on, the, on your, your socials and you can direct people to that there. Okay, we'll put it up on Ross FM. Now, can I have a word with... We'll start off with Grace. Can I have a word with Grace Boom, uh, who's the Creative Schools Manager? If I've got the uh, right yes. titles. Hello, uh, Grace. You're welcome on the Arts Programme on Ross FM. Thanks, Billy, for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Nice drive down from Dublin this morning. You drove from Dublin this morning down to Longford. That's a nice drive, so yeah. it is. And yeah. right into the heart of the Midlands. Um, yeah. The Backstage Theatre, beautiful, isn't it? It's amazing, yeah. I've, I haven't been here before, so I'm very impressed with everything. It looks great, and it's going to be a lovely event now later on today. Yes, yeah, so a later uh, thing. And I think we have screenings tonight of uh, five films, uh, which I'll yeah. make my way over to. Um, tell us a little bit about your organisation. You Okay. Yeah. Creative Schools is led by the Arts Council in partnership with the Department of Education and Skills and the Department of Tourism, Culture, Arts, Games, Sports and Media. And it's the flagship of Creative Ireland's Creative Youth Plan. And the, it's a two-year programme. Creative Schools offers a two-year programme to schools that puts arts and creativity at the heart of children and young people's lives. And we, we usually have about 300 schools in the programme at one time. Uh, and they can be from primary, post-primary, special schools and youth reach settings. Okay. We offer funding and we offer the services of somebody like Aiden McHugh as a creative associate and they come in and create the links and the partnerships with the schools and the local communities. That's basically us. And is this only with schools or would that be with uh, maybe groups of children who come together for a a social uh, or for for a gathering to create a, a project? It's only with schools at the moment. So we're in primaries and secondaries and special schools and youth reach centres. So we work through schools, but they will link in with groups in the community as well at times. Yeah, okay. That, that, that's interesting, so it is. I, I wasn't aware of that this uh, organisation whatsoever. But there again, it's hard. It's, the arts, you know, it's, it's hard to know what all is going on in the arts world. There's a lot happening, but it's hard to put I your know. finger. We're actually only on the go since 2018, so I, I suppose that would sort of keep the profile down a little bit. And then the um, COVID in the middle of it um, has sort of stop the word spreading in some sense. Like we did keep going through through COVID and we innovated and found new ways of doing things. But um, I think we're here and we're here today and we're making a lot of noise. And I think the word is spreading year on year as the programme is spreading and its reach is extending throughout the country. Okay. Well, Grace, thank you very much for... for no problem. Do you have a, um, a website or anything that we could uh, pass on yeah, to our listeners? If you go onto the Arts Council website, you'll find Creative Skills there, and there's everything about it. There's examples of work and photographs and all, all the good stuff. I'm sorry, go onto the Arts Council website. Arts Council website, yeah, because we are part of the Arts Council. So if you go onto the Arts Council website, you'll find the button for Creative Skills. Okay, that's lovely, so it is. Can I now have a little word with uh, uh, Aideen, um, Aideen McHugh? Lovely. Hi, Ursula, yes? Yes, uh, Aideen. Thank you very much for organising all this <laughs> at such short notice. How many minutes did you have? Three or four? Oh, about maybe two and a half when you're working with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you're welcome, Aideen. Now, your role in all of this in, in bringing the, um, the documentary or the film uh, together, you, you, that's your, your, your position or so- your role. My, my background is in uh, the arts and in design and the Arts Council did a call out to do it every four years I think it is for creative associates um, I applied and was selected with a number of others across the country 
and we cover regions where we work, we're matched with schools depending on their need or requirements and depending on, I suppose, our skill set and ability and what we can bring to the table. Within that then, each school is given two years to work on the project with a fund that I bring with me or us. Um, at that point, I go into the schools and I work with them over the two years. Year one is a research year where we do creative or action research. Uh, it's a student-led project, so everything is about the voice of the child and the young person. And at the end of year one, the children get to vote on their preference for what the project might be. That's where Lanesborough children voted on making a film. And I then went and got directed to Lee Williamson, and uh, they worked together on the project for year two, creating the film. And is that happening throughout Roscommon as well? All of Roscommon are... Absolutely. Myself, I work with a school in Roscommon. I have a number of schools in Longford, Offaly, Westmead, Kildare, Leaf and Tipperary. But there are creative associates across the whole country and even reaching to the islands this year. Okay. Well, maybe at some stage, Aideen, we'll invite yourself and Grace to come and chat with us and we get a better understanding for this um, this initiative, which I think is amazing. And I think, you know, um, art... Art at one time started with the adults but now it really should be starting in school because an artist views things differently they have a, a, a wider image of, of what's happening rather than uh, a tunnel vision into a particular subject so uh, I think that's a brilliant idea Super, we'd love to speak to you again Ursula. Yeah, thank you Yeah, well you'll be more than welcome to come uh, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with you later on um, not, if not this evening because I'm busy this evening uh, I, I don't know, are you staying in Longford this evening? I am, yeah, I'll be here for the whole evening. OK, the well, I'll catch up with you later on in Longford, so I will uh, this evening okay, because I'll be you. at the backstage. Um, can I go back to Lee there for a minute, please? And oh, thank yeah, you very much, Aideen. Thank you. Thank you. OK, um, that's an amazing... Um, uh, an amazing... Um, uh, well, lift up for schools, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, I told you last time that the wee girl stood up and said that she was going to be a director... And yeah. then the wee, the wee boys were given out that she got to be director. In the case of, well, she stood up, she was direct, and you listen, sit down. That's how the world works. <laughs> <laughs> and then the parents were at the graduation, and they were delighted. I actually had final Scottish, so maybe that's what she got to some. Maybe that's what it is. She's of blinders. She had uh, a lot on her shoulders, but she managed to delegate tasks, uh, just the noise in the class. When she realised there was silence, then she was directing, and she, I think that's... Uh, I think they all learn from that little moment. So there's these three things you leave behind, and uh, we need to keep pushing because um, giving our kids a platform to tell their stories is really crucial for their development. Can I just say, Lee, I have a lady in uh, this afternoon, uh, Mary Bradley, B R A N L E Y Bradley, uh, Shinscale, okay. and uh, she's doing exactly the same thing, giving children the opportunity to write their stories, uh, to produce oh, yeah. a little book. So that should be interesting, that be oh, in, in your camp as well. Um, yeah. Just tell me a little bit more. Tonight at the backstage, the five films are. Um, uh, the five short films are being. Um, uh, on show. Yeah. And what time so does that? Start, it starts at seven. The bar will open. There'll be a networking session from seven until eight o'clock, and then we usher everyone into the auditorium, where there'll be a commercial of the outreach program we did in St Michael's School. Uh, as part of a commercial of more, uh, we're trying to not limit the festival to six days, and uh, perhaps even drop the festival part and just have it as crew arts. So be a movement throughout the year. It really lets us loose. We're not just tied to Longford, but we can have Ross Common. 
Leash, Leitrim, Sligo, Westmeath, Westmeath, Westmeath. And um, <laughs> I think we, we need to be focusing on the Midlands and it'd be nice if Longford was coming with the drive in that, in that direction. Yeah. So tonight we have uh, the commercial there. We have two short films introduced by the directors and then we have a little break. Woohoo! And then we have three short films introduced by the directors and then everyone else after that can go on their merry way and relieve the babysitters. Or in my case, probably go to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you'd be entitled to go to the pub after all this. You are now the crucial well, aspect. We're going to be staying in Longford tonight, so um, yeah, the wife's getting her hair done just now. I'm not going to mention the name because you ticked me off. No, 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 no! I don't want to hear. I don't want to. I don't want to hear. <laughs> We've had this conversation. Tell ta- 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 tell me something, Lee. Um, the Kuto Arts Festival was launched last night. It did. So it launched with Evelyn Crossan's um, exhibition, and then we had all had a chance to kind of speak and uh, just let everyone kind of mingle and kind of go over the schedule of what's going to be happening. So tonight you get the short film night. Yep. And then on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we are uh, doing music every night. And then the last uh, night we have a massive uh, Strasbourg Youth Orchestra, which is going to blow the roof off us at Mills. Like I'm really looking forward to that, and I, I'm going to try and see if I can fly my drone inside that cathedral for the third time. That would be amazing, that was wouldn't it? Already, yeah. yeah. As soon as I mentioned my insurance, they jumped on it because if I crash it, they could build a new one. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and you have. Um, Welcome to Longford. There's a few other kind of little bits and pieces as well. There's maybe a fire show put in there somewhere too, but we need to establish a time for that. Well, let me let me put it this way. There is a Facebook page, C-R-U-T-H-U uh, Arts Festival 2023, and uh, you can go to that page and have a look and see what's on. There's something for everybody. There's a variety Absolutely. of, um, um, you know, um, a variety happening in Longford, and there's something for everybody. Now, you also have, down in the rain, you have uh, Welcome to Longford as one of the films for tonight. So the first film is Welcome to Longford, the documentary made by uh, myself, Kimini and ND of Academy Records. The other two young guys that went ahead and uh, entered into the Eurovision qualifiers this year. Um, the first band, I think, ever to go in with Afro Beats. So they, um, they scored really highly. They didn't get it through, but they've definitely broke the mold for next year. Yeah. I can't wait to see more young acts coming in. The two lads are a fantastic role model for young kids coming through. Like uh, one of them just, uh, actually the two of them just got jobs in the relevant qualifications of international business and law. Um, we say, and they really they drove through they came to me looking for a music video and said no it has to be a documentary there's a whole wealth of uh, story there to be told and they told it they're now producers of the documentary so they're going to present that tonight Okay. it would be remiss of me not to uh, mention Backstage Theatre since we're here just now uh, and as, as ambassador <laughs> yes you are the ambassador or one of the ambassadors <laughs> I'm an ambassador to Pocket Mansions that's what I am <laughs> yes. so we have um Ennio Morricone, a six-piece orchestra and singers playing his cinema hits, including The Mission, Cinema Paradiso, The Good, The Bad, Nearly, and The Godfather season. That's going to be incredible. There's also another hit musical, um, Oliver Cromwell, and it's by Ant- uh, ex-Anthony from Roscommon, actually. Oliver Cromwell? So we need to keep an eye on the backstage gear for this coming autumn. Well, I, I... Backstage.ie, and you'll find all the details there on the ticket. Okay, and the other thing is, um, I was just going to finish up um, the section there, on for section with playing Down in the Rain. Um, that is the song from uh, Welcome to Longford. Yep, fantastic. Thank you very much, Russell. 
Thank you very much for joining us on the Arts Programme once again, uh, Lee. Um, catch up with you later on. And um, thank you very much for inviting uh, Aideen and uh, Grace onto the Arts Programme. And we will catch up with them uh, uh, another stage and maybe invite them as guests on our programme. Um, always the support of uh, Lee. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Thank oh. you very much. Okay, bye bye. Catch up with you all later on. Bye okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. So that was uh, Lee Williamson, um, Grace Boone and Aideen McHugh all um, promoting the arts and they come from a Creative Association for Schools and that is an amazing, uh, amazing to be able to get um, funding from there to promote uh, the arts within the schools. 300 schools, she tells me and including Roscommon Town. It was something I hadn't heard of before, but uh, I, um, um, I'm looking forward to catching up with them uh, now, so I am. So there we are. Um, if you're not in, you can't win, so if you want to get yourself a ticket to the, um, the draw here on Ross FM, you can actually do it online and um, easy to, uh, to work out there. I'm just trying to find out which microphone I'm going to be on, so I'll, um, I'll start with this one. Welcome, Mary. Thank you very much, Ursula. I just want to see if I'm on the right microphone because I'm no good at these microphones. Now, how's that? Okay, Mary. Mary Mary's from Shinscale. I'm from Shearscale Festival. I'm the newly appointed creative coordinator of a festival that has been on the go since 2007. Uh, but now I was involved in various ways over the years. Uh, sometimes I did workshops for Gwen McNamara Bond. But I, I came ac- across a photograph this morning of a sheer scale festival back, it must have been 2008 or nine, where I was on a cruise on the Shannon with Charlie Lennon playing the guitar and a couple of poets, myself included, reading poetry. So that was, and I was, I had forgotten about that, but of course it was a very memorable way to... Um, uh, Start your new well, floor. Well, I mean that that was the that was the past, and that was very much about um, sort of established poets reading their work, but also poetry competitions for adults and, and writing competitions for adults. Now, before we get into why you're here this afternoon, tell us a little bit about Sheer Scale. What 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 was the ethos behind it? Well, it certainly is based here in uh, Roscommon Town and it was a showcase of everything to do with the Midlands, you know, the cultural heritage, uh, the past uh, and the present, um, historical um, and literary. Literary. Uh, I suppose I came across it as a literary festival, really. Yeah. Uh, I only caught up with Sheer Scale last year uh, for the first time uh, but then I suppose I wasn't in Roscommon before that so right you know. there were several publications as well associated with the festival um, a poetry collection done you know assembled by children um, over a number of years in the local schools Sligo Leitrim and Roscommon and then there was more of an, an adults uh, collection of poetry and short stories which I had work in a featured work of mine uh, in the old days as I say and I think at last year's festival there was a number of publications that had been made throughout the year and that they were on display as well there was uh, there were some I think pamphlets and things like that that had been uh, yeah produced and under I, the under I, the remit and I apologise to everybody I just can't remember the name so I can't uh, but you know there was a um, there was a, a full day of poetry reading storytelling and um, um, you know everybody being involved from different walks of life and different areas of life and different counties as well if I remember correctly yes 
Yeah. So now, Mary, you've taken on the role of, uh, tell me again, creative coordinator. Now, Gwen, Gwen McNamara Bond, before she departed for Wexford, you know, sort of entreated with me to um, take it on. And I was reluctant. Um, but I decided I'd go and meet Sandra Turner and Rory O'Hay in, uh, in the library and to pitch my idea to them, which was I, would, I wanted to turn Shearscale into a showcase for young writers, um, uh, you know, teens and younger than that, but that we would do a bespoke series of workshops with young people in the library so rather than going to schools where maybe only a certain amount of children are interested in this you put out the word and you see who is interested in you know continuing their writing or even starting if if you hadn't had a chance before because this this, the chance to work with this say a professional writer is a bit different to the kind of maybe creative writing you might do in school yes i i Without saying anything, I was actually at a, a, a songwriting workshop uh, in Longford. Yes, in Longford, uh, in the Transition uh, Festival. And it was very different to me sitting at home and writing something. So I, I, take, your, I take your point, Mary. Professional um, writer has a different take on... And I suppose everybody has something to teach or to share with the student. Well, it's interesting you say that. Now, I have been working uh, with a publishing company based in Sligo uh, for over 22 years, and it's a publisher dedicated uh, to publishing children and young people's work only. So the young people write and illustrate this work. We're a charity organisation, and, uh, you know, we've been in loads of different situations where we get funding. We say, Focus Ireland, will you please come and do work with children who are in as they called it, temporary accommodation. We've worked with, you know, a number of refugees, Syrian refugees in Castlebar and Wexford. Uh, we work with travellers in Roma all over the country. And um, so it's, it's, it's sort of non-fiction approach where the children express what's going on in their lives, what's happening for them. And it's not sort of making up stories, if you like. It is the real world. So we publish what they have communicated or written and uh, artwork to go with that so we've, we've been on the go for 25 years I was going to say you don't look it can I go back yeah. where would we find these publications is there, is there a central area where you can look up well we have an office in Sligo Town called Kids Own Publishing Partnership but we have a website and that is uh, www.kidsown.ie and that's K-I-D-S-O-W-N dot I-E, Kidsown. I mean, I, I have been involved in about 45 different publications over the 20 several years that I've been working with Kidsown, so I have a few in the boot, etc. Um, you have a look at our website, which is mainly online sales, but our work is also, our books are also available in many libraries up and down the country because we've worked in so many different libraries. In fact, in 2008, we published a book here based at the Roscommon Library called Smile, and it was children's... Um, humour and funny stories including jokes and um, you know in a kind of a way it was just sort of minutes before the uh, the massive crash in 2008 so at least we had something to smile about before things got fairly grim. And I suppose it must be very empowering for, for the young people uh, for the children to have their piece of work published that it's you know 
it's valued that much that it's published. Well, yes, and it, it's not just, um, you know, a few photocopied sheets we say stapled together. These are very high production values. We have a designer, uh, an in-house designer. His name is Martin Call, just fabulous work. Uh, we'd have an editorial team. You know, we work with a professional artist and myself as a professional writer to really give children and young people an opportunity to express themselves but then when they do express themselves it goes into the world at the highest possible production okay so they can really stand over the book that has come out of their experiences and some of them are challenging experiences like being homeless or like being in foster care or like you know some of the difficulties that children have all over the country these days travellers for example uh, who feel sometimes they are unfairly treated even just trying to go in the door to little to do a bit of shopping they're followed around a load well, of different I mean, experiences. I can't just say little now. Any, any, any shop, shop at all, yes, yeah. yes. And it's not all shops, we're just saying that it, it can have an experience of yes. that and I'm not saying Roscommon, these were children talking about their lives in Cork. Okay, right. Um, let me go back to this. The children do you have to be somebody that wants to be able to write or can you come along to your um, your gathering and see if writing is for you? Uh, I would say you 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 need to know that you want to write, that you'd like to get started. It's not it's it's quite different though to picking up an instrument. You don't have to have a guitar necessarily to go to guitar lessons you see but this isn't actually lessons this is you come along we're going to give you a journal and um, really without any kind of much instruction from me you we spend um, you know a third of the time actually writing and then we come back together again and everybody reads to the group what they have written now the reason for that is you really do when, when you are when you read your own work you listen to yourself you're, and you're being heard in a group and that can be a very powerful experience um, just even that by itself but also I'm there I'm doing you know a very deep listening to what's being said what's around it and then I might give a very little bit of feedback but highly positive so we've only started with this group of young writers last uh, Wednesday uh, in Roscommon Library, two o'clock. And as I say, if anybody is just hearing this now for the first time and wants to join us at two o'clock, get you yourself over there. <laughs> you have yeah. Thirty minutes. Yeah, yes. Twenty-nine minutes. Yeah, twenty-nine minutes. Okay. So you know, even regardless if you're in the in the surrounding areas of Roscommon Town, okay. we'd love to hit to have you. So let me just go back to this and let's start again and narrow this down. Starting in last week on a Wednesday at two o'clock, yourself um, and others. Uh, no, just me as the as the writer, um, working with the group, a, a writers group. So you come, we check in, we say hello, how's everybody getting on? What happened in the week? Hope everyone is all right. And then everybody goes off to write for thirty five, forty minutes. Then we get back together again, and everybody reads, and there's a little bit of feedback. And there will be a lot of excitement today when I talk to them about the possibility of some of them coming on the on your program, Ursula, later on in the year. And they'll be more than welcome. And if they don't want to talk on the program, I've already told you That's there's right. jobs for everybody Absolutely. here. Absolutely, you're seeing this yourself. I mean, yeah. it's, it can be quite hectic just before we get on air, uh, and there's always jobs to be done. So there is. So we're looking for producers and uh, organisers, etc. Excellent. But the 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 
How many weeks are you going to be in the library? Well, seven, up until the, the very end of August. So we're having an artist come as well to work with the group to help them uh, get together a template, so to make their own book. So there'll be a you know beautiful paper cover, card cover, uh, beautiful quality paper inserts. And so then whatever way these young people want to fill their book, um, with the raw material they're generating in the workshops, you bring it to another level and they handwrite or type and have their own bespoke book at the end of this. So there will Handmade be, book. There will be advice, there yeah. poetry uh, stories. Yes, this, okay, so I mean, last week there were poetry, uh, short stories, horror, psychological thrillers, um, non fiction as well. Um, lovely stories uh, from these young writers. So, so these they're already writers, writers I, ha- I would have to say, but just because they say so. Well, they right, okay. And then these writers will each be putting together a book their own book, and they will have a, a designer. No, they will design their own. Design. This is going to, this is going to be a, a you know a fusion. I was going to say a confusion, but a fusion of literary and artistic skills in whatever way they want to do it. So we'll be working with Vanya Lambrecht Ward, who herself is a professional artist, designer, set designer, and she's really good with sort of all things to do with paper, origami specifically. So she'll have some ideas on very simple ways to make your book beautiful. And then will the book be professionally published? No, no. This, these are handmade books. Handmade books, okay. You see, the, the, if, if, okay. So it down in in the future, in the pipeline, we would love to do a collaboration with Kids Own. So we would be gathering stories, poetry, etc., from maybe across Sligo, Leitrim, and Roscommon, uh, of whatever has you know, how, whatever we're starting now and we would look at a publication in the future. Okay, okay. So for now they will be putting together their own books, their own stories and uh, designed with, with assistance as well or advice on, on design. And and they will be showcasing or if you like launching their own books uh, in October uh, again in Roscommon County Library um, Saturday the 21st of October. That's not written in stone yet, is it? It's not written in stone yet. No, okay, so we'll say Saturday in October, late October, uh, we'll we'll check with Sheer Scale uh, Festival, um, and I I, I think you have a, a, you're on a website, I think I've seen that before, so I'll I'll look that up for you and and, and, uh, make a link to that. Now, if you are interested in being part of the Sheer Scale Festival Youth, am I right in saying yeah. the youth programme, uh, you get yourself to the library on a Wednesday for two o'clock. Yes. Well, probably four two o'clock, so we go Before to Before two o'clock, so we can, yeah, so we can take a note of who you are, but you'd be very welcome. And we can start at two o'clock, and then for the next seven weeks, you're going to... Five, five, weeks, five weeks from weeks now. now. So from, from now to the end of August. There's one week missing, the 9th of August, we won't be there. But anyway, that's just confusing that's, matters at the no, moment. Right now, just make your way down. And, um... There's how many already? Uh, nine. nine. There's nine there, with a few more to come. Right, because I remember at the festival last year, there was a, a big... Okay, well, what had happened last year was I had gone round to Ahavas, um, Bonanadan, um, some other sc- Ballymoat in Sligo, and that had worked with three classes. And then out of the sea, it was competition based. But see, where I'm sitting, I'm not in favour of young people being made to f- sort of go into the tunnel for competition. No. I'm more about them having an experience of developing their own writing style, their voice their confidence 
Um, you see, I think there's a lot of opportunities for children in other areas, in, in sport, in music. There's always lessons. There's, you know, in, uh, various, you know, engagements. But there's, I don't know if there is, uh, even Sligo Leitrim Roscommon, anything like a writer's group for teenagers. So and this I, is something new. And I, I would say the same thing. Um, I would have done art, but I wouldn't have displayed it. Yes. And um, a dear friend of mine one time said to me, when is your art exhibition? <laughs> and I looked at her, and uh, loads of people know the story, and I looked at her and I thought, absolutely no way am I displaying my art. I wouldn't be in year league at all. And she turned around to me and she said, well, I didn't realise that art was a competition. Yeah, and it's not. And from there I've learned that. And when people ask me even to, to judge competitions and things like that, I think, no, 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 you can't do that. It's, not, it's, it's empowering everybody is yes. what it should be. Yes. yes, and I lear- thank you very much. I learned that lesson from a lady that I greatly admire, and um, I- I- I've said it several times since. Competitions d- don't empower. Maybe they empower the person who has won, but they don't encourage other people. Yeah, that's right. So no. one out of twenty, you yeah. know, gets the top, top thing, prize. where everybody maybe should get you know some recognition for even going oh I hate poetry but I'm going to give this a go Mary you twisted my arm and actually you made me laugh and you made me think I could write a poem about being on the farm and going down to see the calves well of course you could if that's your experience yeah and and, uh, it's your journey and it's bringing from it's your own personal experience and this is your individual voice so I'm very interested in children's awarenesses their childhood um, their language abilities and all of that. We're going on and on and on, Ursula. You're, it's time to kick me out. No, it's not time to kick <laughs> you out just yet. I'm, um, I'm um, not going to kick you out just yet. You have another two minutes, <laughs> and then you're on your way to the library That's here in right. Roscommon. Yes. And have you got a quiet room in the library, or? We have. We're we're upstairs um, in the. It's it's a it's a meeting room. Of course, the the the, the Roscommon Library is a fascinating place itself because it was um, built as the asylum in Roscommon Town. So you wouldn't know what little ghosts are sitting in the window waiting to speak to you. <laughs> I have a little ghost sitting in the window, Mary. <laughs> you have a book that you published on poetry. That's right. Yes. What's the name of it? Uh, it's called um, A Foot on the Tide. It's my first. Uh, collection of poetry that was published 20 years ago but I do have a Roscommon poem in it and we'll, we'll leave you with this um, and if there's that lovely bit of road when you go from Tulsk to Boyle it's like you're inter- entering a different dimension so this was a true story what happened to me uh, on this bit of a road and it was a frosty morning Roscommon Crossing Tulsk, you enter big sky country like Siberia on the radio with far-flung peasants. A woman carries a white plastic bucket, her other hand in her apron pocket, fetching water, feeding hens. A Morris miner pulls out of an invisible road. We slow from 45 to 30, processing for miles behind it. Huge hands grip the steering, a grey face under a peaked cap. I notice as I pass the sky still floating over golden sedge thanks very much Ursula it is a beautiful part of the world so if you want to get involved um, uh, contact the library I suppose is the best way make your way to the library for 2 o'clock on a a Wednesday and hopefully later on uh, in a month or two's time we'll have a production here on the arts programme with the sheer scale youth uh, Writers. writers 
Mary, thank you ever so thank much you, for joining us on the Arts Programme. So here we are back in the last quarter, the last section of the Arts Programme. Um, thank you very much for your messages, all your messages coming in. Thank you, Dee. Yes. Um, yes, thank you. Um, uh, very interesting to see about the young writers. Thank you again for all the messages that are coming in. There's too many to, to uh, say hello to and uh, thank you. I just want to say... Um, in case anyone is interested, uh, Brush Strokes um, from Lanesborough have an art exhibition on in Fernhill, the uh, art gallery in Fernhill Garden Centre, um, Savory Fair Garden, uh, Savory Fair Restaurant, uh, Fernhill Garden Centre, and that's um, um, an area that um, has been given to artists to uh, exhibit, uh, usually on a monthly basis. So if you're interested in putting an exhibition in there, let me know, and we'll see what we can do to sort that out. There is a few people still waiting for. Uh, to have their exhibition there and new names have been added to the list. And the other place we have exhibitions is um, the Balcony Calf, which is in Gamneys of Atlone. And um, upstairs of the Balcony Calf at the moment is, I think it's called the Corner House um, Art Exhibition Group. Uh, Jackie Eastwood and her group uh, have an exhibition on there and that will be on for another couple of weeks. And then we hope to have... Um, we hope to have an exhibition from Roscommon. Uh, and I just can't think of uh, Tobin, John Tobin's exhibition coming from Roscommon. Uh, Jerry Jago will be sorting that one out for, for us. And we hope to have that in the Balcony Cap um, coming up. Now, um, I suppose the other thing is full of um, uh, festivals on at the moment. Uh, Galway looks good. Boy looks good. Longford looks good. There's a few things in each of them that I would like to see. Uh, and... Um, it's very hard to get people in from festivals because there's so much on a festival uh, platform to cover, you know, in a 10-minute section on, on, on the arts programme. I know Strokestown House as well, they have a, a few things coming up, uh, uh, you know. So I suppose the thing to do is to look on their social media and see what's happening. Uh, and, and that's all I can say on that. I also want to say good luck to In the Midst of Plenty. Uh, they're giving their last performance in this tour anyway uh, their last performance will be in Cabin at the end of the month uh, I know everywhere they went the tickets were sold out they were in the backstage there about a month ago and it was absolutely amazing it's just an amazing story a historical powerful story um, of the famine times in the Strokestown area uh, written by Amy Day uh, produced by Anne-Marie O'Sullivan the cast are very very powerful uh, an extremely powerful um, musical section song section and the words of the songs and then as well as that I keep going on about uh, the clothing the, the clothing that they wear on stage really does need a, a museum of, of others for themselves a lot of little crafty bits goes into this um, the shawl has all the names that went on the boats written on the back of it. Um, the Famine Walk, I'm sure you've heard of it, uh, where they have planted shoes on the way, the Famine Walk. And it tells the story of how them shoes come about. Um, each of the ladies have a little flower embedded in their clothing. Uh, they, it's just powerful. So the last uh, performance that I know of will be in Cabin at the end of the month. One last performance, as I said, and um, um, I have enjoyed any of the productions I've gone to see. Uh, Jed McMahon. Jed is an artist and had an exhibition here again in the Balcony Cap in um, Gamnies of Atlone. 
and um, I did do an interview with him at the time I just haven't had time to sort that out Jed is also a singer-songwriter and he's putting together um, a CD at the moment G -E, that's Jed McMahon look him up on Facebook um, G-E-D-M-C-M-A-H-O-N uh, he's also a, uh, an artist uh, a beautiful artist as well So and he, he sings and writes his own music I have another singer-songwriter for you here now and that's Alan O'Neill and Alan is um, he has a CD out as well so there we have it, uh, ending the arts programme uh, for today. Thank you to all our guests, Mary Bradley, Lee Williamson, Aideen McHugh, Grace Bond, uh, Jed, thank you very much. We will be back next week with an arts programme. I hope that you will join in. If you have any messages to send in, you're more than welcome to send them in to the... Um, to Ross FM. If you actually have anybody that you would like to come on, on air you think there should be a guest or you have an idea for a programme, uh, always willing to listen, always willing to chat um, and um, even if you're even if, if you're a songwriter you're welcome, you write poetry you write your own stories, we're always looking for uh, people on the arts programme. So until next week I'm signing out here and uh, we'll catch up with you next Wednesday. Don't be late, put the tea on Bye-bye.